So I thought I'd say a few words this morning. Um, I know <coughs> some of you are pretty experienced meditators, but uh, people who are perhaps newer or sometimes just to recap, talk about some of the basics. You know, there's a certain sense of coming back, simplicity, you know, about using these, these meditation retreats and it's getting grounded from the many, many things that are going on in our lives and the uh, unresolved and the virtuals and the possibles and the potentials and things like that. So this is a grounding, stabilizing basis. <coughs> and to meditate really <coughs> most specifically refers to um, placing the mind on a conducive object. That's really what the word means, the English word. But it's only a, one part of mind cultivation in Buddhist understanding, but it's a it's a graspable, you know, it's not it's easy to understand in theory anyway. And uh, so this is what's called establishing mindfulness, placing awareness in a con- in a conscious and conscientious relationship to what's going on. That's our ongoing theme to whatever's arising, clear about it, reflective about it, conscientious, conscious, not just reactions and habits. And when we uh, meditate, then... You know, there are the functions that support mindfulness. It's called vitaka, means applied thoughtfulness or applied consideration. Or and vichara means uh, reflective or evaluating, taking in the effects of that, taking in the effects both of what we apply ourselves to, you know, the breath, the body, the walking mind state and also fully taking in the quality of that particular object so we learn something about how we operate and we learn something about the nature of what we relate to the subject and the object so it's it's a holistic kind of practice you know so it's not just object bound that is hold on to this thing It's also subjective reflective, that is, how are you holding this thing? Why are you holding this thing? What's your attitudes? Your you know, what's it telling you about the way you operate? You know, are you someone who gets very compulsive, frustrated, impatience? Are those the kind of energies that are coming up? Or do we get kind of um depressed, think, Oh, I can't do this? Or do we get um indolent and it's oh well we'll just let it be the way it is. So you learn something about this uh, uh, sankara, that's our operating energy, the way we operate. And we learn something about the nature of what we're reviewing, such as the feelings in the body, sensations in the body, the um, feelings and perceptions in the mind. You know, we learn something about them. So... 
Vitaka, placing the mind, with a th- thoughtfully placing the mind. So uh, it's not a, it's a very limited thought. It's like putting a flag on something. Right? What's that? Go there. Huh? What's that? Go there. It's that pointing, like a little finger pointing, using a deliberate um, thought. Breathing, body, where's your body? How is it? Where, where, how do you know you have a body? You know, Anivichara, how does it feel? Tell me about it. How is it now? <coughs> so these two functions are repeatedly. <coughs> so you set up uh, mindfulness and its uh, partner, full awareness. Mindfulness is most narrowly seen as just the act of establishing that conscious awareness. And uh, full awareness is the sense of really being alert to understanding, sensing, being with, picking up the meanings of what's happening. Vitaka, vichara, apply, review consider, reflect, bring to mind, evaluate. These particular words sum up, give you an idea of what it, what it means. Vitaka is very short, kind of striking, placing, which are slightly longer. Uh-huh. How's that? So <coughs> these all also, to remind ourselves that these, um, this meditation practice sits within a, the techniques of meditation sit within a larger frame of reference of factors that we are, we have in potential, that we are, you know, cleaning, bringing to the fore. And one way of expressing these is the five, five supportive faculties, uh, faith, confidence, that which senses as meaning there's purpose, there's something good, there's something valuable. Mm. The most important. So we're, you know, so often why we have chanting and things like that is just some sense of, you know, valuing virtue, valuing peace, valuing harmony, valuing uh, awakening, mm. which is meaningful. Mm. <coughs> and uh, so within that you... What is the meaning of meditation? What's a, why bother? There is a sense of calm, happiness, ease is one feature. And the other is, is wisdom, inquiry, getting to know. Getting to know yourself, getting to know how things are. So we always remember that when we meditate, that's, that's the meaning of it. It's not, you know, that, that's, that's the meaning of it. It's easy to realize there are all kinds of unconscious um, meanings or values that go on in our minds without really being conscious of it. And they're subconscious. One is that you've got to succeed. You know, one is you've got to be as good as, 
One is you need to be something. You need to get somewhere. And these are not qualities that can really make you feel calm and happy. But they creep in because they're part of what we inherit. They're part of the way we operate. You know, one of the meanings can be you're never going to do it. You know, you can't really make this. It's always a little bit beyond you, you know. So this is never going to be very successful in meditating like that. So very much the process of meditation is almost like a moment at a time and really placing, placing and reviewing, you know, in this light. Are we looking at succeeding or are we looking at placing the mind onto an object? Are we looking at being the best or good enough or are we just placing the mind onto an object? Are we looking at, are we thinking in terms of got to be this, got to be that, or are we just placing the mind onto an object? <laughs> you know, so you, you purify. Just place the mind onto an object. Stop faffing around with all this stuff. But that's what this practice actually brings to the surface, these kind of defilements, so you can skim them off. And say, okay, you know, there was that panic, anxiety, you know, clenching, you can feel what it feels like now, just breathe out, stop, relax, place the mind onto an object. So the repeated nature of it is very important. You're not expecting to just stay with the object unwaveringly, but there's a lot you can learn in how we repeatedly return. So for example, if you're placing your mind onto sensations of breathing or sensations in your body you might start how do you know you have a body what tells you that you feel prickling pressures warmth tingles pulses the rhythmic flow of it what does it feel like feels like solid, feels like warm, feels like moving. You get these very elemental properties come out of that. So, and you keep coming back to that because within that direct experience, there's no person, there's no face, there's no beauty, there's no ugliness, there's no age, there's no youth, there's no charm. It's just, it's just elements. So a lot of the you know, issues around all that can disappear. Just being a body, just feeling the body in the body. And it's taking, coming back out of some of these uh, spin of the mind that is one of the aims of meditation and just to come out of the spin and not create more spin is calming, relieving, taking the pressure off. Then that gives you more confidence, more faith, more sense of inspiration. Energy, there's another one of these faculties you have faith, energy, mindfulness, concentration, wisdom. So, energy is the sense of being able to skillfully apply yourself, that in us which wants to wants to get on with something, wants to 
you know, want to connect to it, want to engage with. Mm. You know, you have this faculty. You know, in meditation, you purify that, bring that faculty to the fore, and you purify it of impatience, faltering, uh, slackness, uh, driven. Just so it's just a very pure one moment applied, one moment applied. How much energy do you need? Finding that out. How much do you need? Learn that. You know, you're not, you're not hammering out a road like, like um, steamroller job. Then again, it's not like you know, tickling a butterfly with a feather either. It's kind of how much do you need? So when you find that, that gives you some calm, some steadiness, you feel confident. <coughs> mindfulness is, a, one of the functions of mindfulness is it keeps the mind um, open in the present. That is, you know, normally the mind is very much engaged with a particular topic. It's like a rugby player picks up a wall, runs with it. The mind's like that, it just picks up something, runs with it. And then it tosses the ball, something else pick, picks up another one, runs with that, runs with this, runs with that. So it's always running with things like a rate of, you know, two or three balls a second sometimes. Just pick, 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 pick. So it's always picking something up and running with it, picking and running, picking up and running. With mindfulness, you actually stand still you know, and just don't run. And then just hold one thing. Mm-hmm. So it keeps the mind from that driven state. It's one of its functions. And staying, bearing one thing in mind. So you might bear in mind body or breathing, basically. And then you also bear in mind qualities of calm, qualities of gentleness, the qualities of firmness, the qualities of compassion, the qualities of clarity, you know, it's kind of enriching the way that we are with what happens to us. So that naturally will tend to result in something called concentration or a steadying, firming up, absorbing into uh, this chosen theme, chosen meditation object, and it's not so important what the object is, but the quality of the mind almost uh, dissolving its uh, separateness. So it's no longer dancing around, it's no longer even tugging away from, it's actually almost dissolving into. And this is a quite a uh, advanced practice because it requires a lot of trust to let yourself dissolve into breathing or into body or into, you know, without kind of wavering. But the results are it does increase one's sense of confidence because it's like Instead of me having to do and hold and make and work and figure, you're just relaxed into something that holds you, carries you. So it's always accompanied by 
a quality of comfort, ease and firmness. You know, it's kind of like sitting in a bath. You know. And discernment or wisdom is the function of being clear, knowing the difference, it's knowing what is good, what is bad, what is black, what is white, what is skillful, what's unskillful, when we're with it, when we're not with it, just that. It's not intellectual, it's not an accumulation of knowledge, it's an organ of discernment. You know, it's that. That's that's not balanced, that's pushing. It's primary of, um, or it's it's, um, fullness is to discern any degree of suffering or stress and how to release that. (coughs) But, um, you know, in our meditation practices, we we start with being wise about, uh, you know, how we apply ourselves, uh, how much, you know, what's a suitable meditation object, what, what's something you can reach, what you can get to, can feel, be with, what's the right approach. So you're wise with reference to the object, you're wise with ref- reference to the subject. It's, you know, how you are right now, what works for you, what's the f- shoe that fits your foot. And the Buddha taught several forms of meditation, so recognizing different people have different potential uh, and different postures, you know, sitting, standing, walking, reclining. Meditations that develop the heart in terms of kindness or in terms of dispassion. And uh, breathing. Meditation on breathing, which is very useful because it does, the breath does connect to the mind. So the rhythm of breathing will govern the mind, and the mind will tend to govern the breathing. We're panicking, breath rate picks up. If you're depressed, your breath rate goes kind of flat. Mm-hmm. And there's a sort of subtler quality to breathing, which is the energy that floods through the body, which many people hardly discern. But as you develop meditation, you can sense this energy, which gives you greater vitality and calm. And you can use it to spread around the whole body. Mm. But to get back again to Vitaka Vichara, or bringing to mind and referring or reflecting, evaluating. This is just to put aside the huge potentials that our minds have to go in many directions, pick up all kinds of thoughts and sensations and feelings, just to place it here. We're placing on the breathing. What? How do you know you're breathing? And uh, 
what's where so it may be the sensation of the body swelling as you breathe in and then relaxing as you breathe out could be a physical sensation such as the air rushing down your nostrils back of your throat but essentially the Buddha pointed to in and out so we we can discern the difference between in and out sometimes the breathing gets very fine and almost disappears and then you train yourself just to be with the most the, the changing energy of breathing it's a, something relaxing or calming something brightening but uh, for many people you know breathing is is available and uh, the point is to my recommendation is not to get too tight about it not to expect to always be there with it to learn about uh, some of our, our unconscious habits of the way we apply ourselves you know, maybe we get kind of tight and got to make this work overactive or you know not active enough not engaged enough so we just drift a lot So when we notice, the moment we notice that we're not with our breathing, that's a very important moment. That's the moment you recognize what you are with. Could be events of the day, could be lifetime issues, could be interests or problems. Just notice. Uh -huh. And uh, if you notice, it's just go to mindfulness which is the sense of stopping like you're not picking the ball up and running with it you're not throwing the ball away either you just stand there holding or with that particular thought or mood or feeling or memory stand still and just widen step back and the object will tend to dissolve or become looser because you're not running with it and that loosening you know bring up the question where's the breathing now where's the meditation object now where is it now notice the sensation that, that tells you about breathing and loosen breathe out so that can sense is a loosening because the obsessive um, things that catch our minds tend to have a contracting and busying busying and spinning kind of effect you get sort of tightened up and buzzy so just loosening it up and breathing out so establishing and this is a uh, you know, kind of first stage, you might say, Vitaka. 
where the emphasis is much more just on getting to the point, getting to the point, getting to the point, and the way in which we do that. Vichara, evaluating it, feeling the difference between releasing, letting go of something, letting go of the thought, letting go of the desire, letting go of the doubt, the worry, whatever it is. Feel that. So you get some sense of increasing faith in the meditation. This is something that can happen for you and it makes you feel good. Mm. And how to pick up skillfully without getting, you know, frantic about it all. So it's just training so that your, your way of operating gets clearer and you feel more confident. might say the next stage or subsequent development is to just establish mindfulness and let the almost like letting the breath come to you so you might first of all be placing the mind on the breath here we just stay there and notice you know get more emphasis on mindfulness itself like really just using that standing open you know I suggest in that you know how is it now? How is it now? And with this, you can also develop that um, through sweeping the body. So, when that is you're standing or sitting, preferably, then just start to, so if you're scanning a beam of light down your body, take a few minutes to get from the head to the feet and just registering what's happening here, what's happening here, what's happening here. Where's your calves? What's happening? In your anything? How do you know you have knees? What about fingers? You know, very some areas very sensitive. Some areas not particularly sensitive. Some warm. Some cold. Some slightly pleasant. Some unpleasant. Slightly unpleasant. And sweeping. So you get this ability to to gradate discernment. That is the soles of the feet feel rather different from the abdomen. You know, more tingly maybe. Different sense with that. So, the vitaka vichara is much more about you know, registering the different qualities of what you 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 you're focusing on. You can move it around. So we again, if we're walking, doing walking meditation, one footstep, two footsteps. How does the body walk? What happens to make a body walk? You feel the kinesthetic sense, which is the way the muscles kind of cooperate. Some areas loosen up. And then one part of the body starts to energize, tighten up, moves the leg. Places the sensation of the foot touching the ground, the weight swings over onto that foot. The other side of the body lightens up. You move that leg. Get this kinesthetic flow from one side to another side. You get the sense of balance, the vestibular sense, when you stand still. Something in your body knows how to stand upright without falling over. Very rare to see people falling over. Standing meditation, the feet, you know, there's a whole sense in which the body is pretty much attuned to 
balance or unevenness. So you really develop that sense. Really feeling it and letting yourself, when you stand, really, you know, relax the mind and feel the sensations in the feet and spread your feet and get kind of fully there with it. Because one of the defaults of our lives are that a lot of time we're in a world of thought. And you want to get much more into embodiment. So mindfulness of the body is uh, helpful in um, as a wise practice. Just a saying, not with that, but be with this, because it has these qualities of uh, calming and steadying, which often are lacking in the psychological, mental realm. This get, and you can. It's also coarser. That is, you can be more clearly discerning about bodily sensations and about mental flickers and subtleties, more dispassionate, more detached. So mindfulness of body, walking, standing, coming back to it, registering what's going on. So first of all, the ability to apply, to get a sense of how you apply yourself, Purifying that moment at a time, purifying the quality of energy, placing carefully, getting the sense of listening, picking up. And then secondly, the quality of um, just uh, being more discerning around different qualities of sensation, much more object-oriented, so sweeping sweeping the body, walking and standing. Then you can do it when you're sitting. So those two exercises help to uh, give us a deeper, clearer and more comfortable subjective sense and clearer, more interesting sense of the object. The third um, step or third process that we undertake is just basically establishing mindfulness like that standing in an open state and just letting whatever happens be registered. It could be a thought, feeling, joy, worry, doubt, but staying open, standing and letting this flow pass through. So it's almost the object is really the mind or, or actually consciousness because it could be physical sensations. So sometimes, again, that, that is another exercise or a way perhaps of, of uh, moving out from just that particular chosen object to being quite open and useful to integrate mindfulness into the wider domain of our life where the objects are rather more random. But within that you can notice you know, similar patterns as you've picked up in the other exercises, how the subject tends to flurry or tighten up or urge forward or shrink away from the object. So maintain that sense of the open, gentle stance of the mind. Really what you're working on is this tendency to pick up the ball and run, to contract or to throw the ball away, to deny or to, you know, want another ball. (laughs) 
instead you just okay this one if you stay in that kind of starts you know standing stance in the mind kind of poised but but not compulsive you know the ob- the thoughts the feelings tend to keep dissolving as they arise when they don't dissolve rather than get into the thought just get into or begin to witness the holding of it don't worry about the thought don't make an issue out of the emotion or the thought just the sense of the holding of it and oh what's it like to really be with this be with this thing this fear this doubt this mood am i being with this in a is there a compassionate space or a clarity or spaciousness or is it something that whole set of attitudes about having this i shouldn't have this thought or feeling or i'm really going to go into this because this is going to give me an answer or something like that you know and just hmm. oh. what is it like just to be with this and let it sort of move itself around so you know that also is a, a practice so these kind of three ranges you might say or three um modes and personally you know recommending starting with just the ability to place the mind on an object find an object that's suitable come into your body essentially you know in a, a conducive way so that that sense of application application purifying the application making it simple non-attitudinal clearing the attitudes with that placing it placing it placing it and as that becomes more steady then really discerning the differences say in as you're standing as you're walking finally when you're breathing the differences between in breath and out breath and what compounds that you know sometimes as it feels the breath feels like warm or soft or faint or sharp or bright or nothing much sometimes they feel tightness looseness just discerning the differences and always whatever difference is discerned always keeping that stance of mindfulness which is just mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like an open stance not picking it up and running with it this will certainly give rise to to or balance will occur by itself harmony will occur by itself through allowing these elements to be held mindfully as they sort of start to melt down or shake down or sort themselves out and then we experience qualities of happiness and uh, ease which is the harbinger of um, concentration or samadhi so registering at certain times just just put aside the object and just be mindful so you know, we get out of the idea that meditation is always about doing something, you know, or just trusting pure mind- mindfulness of what arises. So that can be very informative of noticing, you know, our, our notions about, you know, getting places or getting into this or meditating or getting concentrated. Just, uh huh. Mm. Is that suffering or not suffering? Mm. 
So even then, the meditation, the idea or theme of meditation becomes a, uh, something we witness, our attitudes about that. So all the time you can kind of skim off, clean off these taints or these stains or these um, blemishes in, in the way that our, our psychology operates. This is cleaning, clarifying, purifying, gives rise to brightness and ease. So this is a, yeah, that's the beginning of it. It takes a few years, but keep going.